Welcome back to Push Push. I'm Danielle Davis. I'm Shannon Kessler. And we are here to talk all things F1. I mean, like the stuff on the grid, the stuff off the grid, the good, the bad, the petty, you know, our favorite things. But we're going to talk a little bit less about Lewis Hamilton this week. I promise you guys, I've listened to the the feedback. I understand. Last weekend episode got a little... (laughs) Things she got carried away. I, I tried did. to rein her in, guys, but sometimes I know. Danielle's told me that we only have one minute to talk about Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, we're gonna start a clock later. We're gonna yeah. do a segment later and we're gonna let Shannon show her Lewis love for one minute and then it's that's it's a it. wrap. That's all we get. It's a wrap. But we got a lot to talk about today. What are we what are we talking about today on the pod? Today we've got we we're getting things organized. We are. So we're going to have a few different segments. We're going to start with our latest grid news. Mm-hmm. Things are changing. Not a lot. We're just finalizing our 20, but that's what we're going to start with. We're going to talk about Russia. Yes. Coming up this Sunday. We're going to talk about your fan favorites. We started a segment or a little series or whatever you want to call it on IG Friday favorites because we love favorites. Also, yeah. So we started with favorite drivers. Mm-hmm. Next week, I'm thinking we'll do favorite team principals or maybe favorite teams. Ooh. Because you could have a favorite team principal that's not your favorite team. I do. Same. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're going to do weekly favorites and we'll share these on here. And then we're going to end it up with our uh, poll position of the week. Love it. So. Yes. Let's get into the grid, though. You know, before we get into the grid, I want to take a hot second to thank all of our pit crew yeah and you guys are great you guys are amazing we are so thankful for you you are sharing so much love you are sharing the podcast with people that you think are going to enjoy it and even with people that you're you know are new to (laughs) we appreciate that too funny story i was in nebraska this weekend shannon went to nebraska for a volleyball game i did if you are not a volleyball fan i will urge you to get on board with the university of louisville's volleyball team another obscure (laughs) not obscure (laughs) but just you know a little off the beaten path fan it is. It is. fandom it's a it's a new fan we've been um going with my family just my husband and my two girls we it's one of those things that it's a fast sport so the girls don't get bored with it which again is why they love formula one because it happens so fast yes. and they're like it's, it's great um and they they love volleyball we love the volleyball coach we love the family the whole thing so we decided we were going to go to nebraska to see this game because it's a big game our coach here, Danny Kelly, she used to play at Nebraska. She's from Nebraska. She used to be an assistant coach at Nebraska. So we thought, well, say Nebraska again, <laughs> Nebraska. <laughs> um, so long story short, we went to the game. Louisville swept them in three sets, which has not happened since 2012. And we were like, this is amazing. I mean, it was so great. Um, and by, when I say that Louisville hasn't swept them, like they haven't been swept. Like Nebraska has not been yeah, swept. Yeah, they are like the, like they're, they're so like good. the, the top of the top. Well, the defending They're like national the champion of women's volleyball, aren't they? They're pretty good, yeah. yeah. Um, but the defending national champions was the University of Kentucky's volleyball team oh, yeah. this past year, and Louisville beat them last week before they went Big on to season. beat Nebraska. So Shannon, quick, Shannon sharing all of her just <laughs> off the beaten path sports loves with us. No, it's not off. The, it's just no, I my life it. off the grid. No, I know we yeah. are. Yes. We want to share a little bit more about our life off the grid. Mm-hmm. Shannon's involves volleyball a lot. No, I'm just joking. Um, but, and then I went to, I went to the U of L. Uh, Central Florida game, which was a rager. I mean, coming down to the last seconds, Danielle, were you like jumping out of your skin? Oh, we were having so much fun. Um, The best. 
my took my son who is a stage five clinger of all things UofL and um, Montrez Harrell was there and he got to meet him and he died a little on the inside. He was so happy. <laughs> and then we thought the game was over and then it wasn't and it was and so fun. And then went to Churchill Downs. We did so much Kentucky stuff. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And th- what was the big deal at Churchill Downs this weekend? Uh, it was Downs After Dark, which is night racing. Another Here's another like off the beaten path sport, just some horse racing. We're talking about Formula One. We got horse racing. We got volleyball. <laughs> giving but, it all to you. But wasn't there another event that happened? Yes, there was Louisville Live. There was, they did a basketball. Uh, our homegirl, Lottie Camille, who's going to be on an episode. She's like up, the team principal of Push Push. Of Push Push. She's amazing. She put together this amazing <laughs> event, which was like the Midnight Madness, like the kickoff of basketball practices little extravaganza super fun um if you've been on the interwebs they've got posted a lot of pictures of it because it was really cool it was really it was cool. like a basketball court with the twin spires the iconic in the so background great. so anyways i have a question how many times did you talk about formula one at either of those two events at the football game or at churchill on saturday a lot how many people did you try to recruit to the podcast or to the drive to survive or to formula one in general uh, too many to count. Too many I, to count. Especially on Saturday night, because there was a lot of, you know, people were like, what are, you know, what do you do? You mm-hmm. do, it was a wedding reception that I was at. And so you got a lot of that. And then, you know, random small talk. Yeah. And I, I was pushing the grid. I was push, pushing the grid. I, I love said, it. if you're into this, then. Yeah. Well, I. <laughs> like, things racing. <laughs> you should. You should get into this. this. <laughs> Well, funny story. But I didn't meet anybody that was as enthusiastic as as we were about well, it, and I that's mean, a, that's, that's kind of hard to do. I Danielle. know. I mean, until we meet our push push pit crew in person, I don't know that we're gonna find like those like randos that are so excited about Formula One. Which I have gotten a couple DMs on our account, which I do think we need to clarify when one of us is responding. I try and say, "Is Danielle?" Yes. Um, if you see the double pink heart, that is a Shannon. Oh, like, okay. That's yeah. your tell. Mm-hmm. Um, but a few of our like our little DM buds are yeah. going to be in Austin, so maybe we can arrange some sort of like happy hour. Oh my god, I would love that so much! Oh, yeah, so great, so so great. Well, I'm excited. Oh, but there was a a couple that we met this weekend. That yeah, how many people in Nebraska husband. did you get on the <laughs> well, F1 train? He's been trying to get his wife into Formula One for a long time, and I was like, listen, if you don't want to start with Drive to Survive, I get it. You know where you want to start? You want to start with Push Push, because we are a girlfriend's guide to yes. getting into Formula One, and her eyes lit up. She's like, that's what I need. I need a girlfriend's opinion on, like, why should I get into this? Yes. And I was like, press play on episode one. Come stay on. Stay for episode two. You can't get enough of episode three, and, like, you're just going to be down the road, and she's like, like okay done so I was like see and her husband was like I can't believe we I just did they, that in like less than a minute and I'm like it's all the delivery like, it's a little bit of bias though if you start with that because you're gonna get Shannon's <laughs> just really aggressive opinions about <laughs> Lewis Hamilton and I feel like it could yeah well it's I not think an that aggressive you're doing, opinion I think you're doing it as a bit of a bias you're like oh don't start with drive survive they're a little bit critical of Lewis on there well in all fairness, if you're going to start with Drive to Survive, you're going to get a, a, a full dose of Daniel Ricardo right out of the gate, which is not a bad because thing. Because you know that Ferrari and Mercedes didn't participate in the first season. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It gets you good. It gets you hooked in. And then when you meet those boys, you're like, oh, hey. Oh, well, they weren't on Ferrari yet, too. I know. So but was... you get you get them. But then when you're like, oh, we can put them in a red car, this is even oh, yeah. better. That so, was when some things really took off for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's let's get things started. Okay, let's hit got? the grid. Yes. All right, so we have 
almost all of our seats secured. Who do we have a hole in, Daniel? We do have a hole before we get to the hole at Alfa Romeo. Yes. Which I really want to talk about. My Italian heart needs to discuss. We did finalize things at Aston Martin. Yes, we did. So Seb and Stroll, good and evil. (laughs) Coming back. Are coming back for another season. So... Have we, we had that? no, I mean, there was no doubt that Lance Stroll was going to be back. Yeah, we knew that was going to happen. But do we know how long Seb's contract is there? No, that's a good question. Um, we'll okay, we'll have to look that, that up. up. Okay. But Seb is back. Okay, Seb is back. So we, we will Seb. be getting lots of fun memes and moments of joy from Seb next year, which is great news. I love it. I didn't realize Seb had so many um, controversial relationships in formula one this is again we when we say we're going to deep dive we promise like once the uh the season of racing is done this is when we're going to go into our deep dive of like okay what are we going to talk about doing so many history reports exactly it's going to be fantastic (laughs) we might even do a powerpoint on some of these oh man no i I love a google slide wait a minute a little side tangent is like tiktok and insta stories and reels is that like the new version of, of PowerPoint. PowerPoint. Mm-hmm. I think it is. <gasps> Whoa. And that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Yeah. It's so much harder to do. It, it takes seconds. so long. Gosh, I can do a really robust PowerPoint slash Google slides presentation in the same amount of time that it takes me to do a reel. That's so true. Oh, oh. I did this one yesterday for prepping for Russia and it, and it's, it's a lot. I know. It took me as long as it would take to fly to Russia. That's what it felt like. But <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. Back to the grid. So yes, we're getting Sedman Stroll. As a side note, Mm -hmm. Aston Martin has one of the most premium F1 social media accounts. So, you know, they're not my favorite team, Mm -hmm. but they, they may be my favorite social media account other than Ferrari. They do bring it. It's beautiful. They do bring it. The aesthetic is chef's kiss. I agree. That color. What color would you define? It's that beautiful, like emerald, but it's a little bit teal. The green is beautiful, but they, whoever's. Running that account, mm-hmm. definitely high Big five. ups to them because Great. it's one of my favorite. They just do such a real, a nice job. Agreed. Premium. Love it. Um, I guess, you know, Lawrence is getting what he pays for. True story. So, but mm-hmm. the big issue is there's a hole on the grid. There's a hole in the grid. And it's at Alfa Romeo. It is. So which is where Botas. We know who the number one seat is, but we're still trying to decide or not we personally. But I, we, we are not trying to we decide. Are we, that's above our pregnant. Yeah. Uh, we are trying to decide who is Giovinazzi going to keep his seat. Yes. We don't know. But Danielle, you did a little research I did on a this. Little what deep did you dive. find? Okay, so. Um, on my favorite Italian. Well, yeah. As a as someone with Italian heritage, I went and uh, did a little deep dive. Actually, I just wanted to find out more about the hole. And um, that's a weird thing to say. Sorry out loud. <laughs> And I found this article um, from the GP blog. I'm guessing Grand Prix blog. Anyways, Italians want to raise money to secure seat for Giovinazzi. So uh, he is the only Italian in Formula One. Which is very hard for me to wrap my head around. I would just assume yeah. there would be more. Just given the history of racing in Italy, why right. is this the only driver? So he's the only driver. There are Italian drivers in F2. Oh, okay. But they have talked about how um, it's going to be hard for F2 drivers to really break through into F1 in the next few years because the seats are pretty locked up for longer periods of time. Right. Um, But that's neither here nor there. So, Giovinazzi, 
He's his seat is not secured yet. They haven't they haven't decided his spot on the grid. And the Italian racing people they they need him on the they need him on the grid. We well, need an Italian. We do need an Italian. But then we found out. Okay, who is in charge of who's leading the charge in? Okay, so getting Gemini the money. There is a man, Angelo Stici Damiani. I don't know if that's right, but you, Ooh, you said that with such conviction. He's, I love it. He's calling for the. He is the. Hold on. He is the influential president of the Italian Automobile Club, and he also has a very long history with F one or the FIA. He was a um, driver, not an F one driver, but a. Um, a driver in the 70s he's designs racetracks yeah anyways he's a civil engineer or civil architect or both i think engineer he's an engineer engineer, so he did a lot of street designs in italy along with racetracks but other things too so i was very concerned i was like well where does this guy get his money yeah shannon wanted to know well he's just an influential figure in racing well you can only be influential if you have money well i think he has money and history Okay. Which is, yeah, I mean, he's old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's leading the charge. He's got, which means he's probably okay. got a lot of connections. So he is calling on the Italian government to provide Giovinazzi with financial support to enable the 27 year old driver to renew his contract with Alfa Romeo. And I honestly think that this quote sounds like it's from The Onion, but <laughs> this is what it says. Stici Damiani is therefore asking for fundamental quote, quote unquote, fundamental help. Quote, we are, of course, talking about suitcase containing the necessary amount for him to continue in F1. Today, it's not like it used to be in Formula One when good drivers had no problem continuing to race. End quote. Yes, you just read that he says that they need a suitcase of money. (laughs) I don't I mean, honestly, I went in, looked and said, is this website is it real? I hope so. I don't know. I've, it appears as much. So, and it's a quote. He said it, he needs a suitcase of money. And you know what? That he's old and he's, he don't care. He's <laughs> just like, let me tell you how it works out. He's like, cause he just said, it's not like it used to be like a good driver could just have their seat. No, no. They got to come with a suitcase <laughs> full of money and then a helmet. And then you get a seat. I mean, he's not wrong. Lance not Stroll wrong. came with a suitcase of money. His <laughs> Lance Stroll <laughs> came with a dad and a yacht full of money. That's like, I could buy Aston Martin. So now yeah. I've sold my soul. And Mick Schumacher, I mean, he's a talented racer, but he also was, from money. he had, well, he had a company, you know, a German company that came with the, the yes. suitcase of money. Sergio Perez, suitcases Mexico, of money. in his back pocket. The yeah. money's talk. Yeah, so. So Stitchy's not wrong. <laughs> he said, Italy, get it together. We need a suitcase of cash and send it to Alfa Romeo. Right. I mean. I mean. Listen, Italian government, I don't get know it what together. we, we got to sell some more Aperol spritzes, get your pizza pies and make I mean, it, sell them, I don't know. I don't stereotypical know in the best way and right. I, I'm, you know. Yeah. So there you go. That's the status. The hole in the grid. So he's the last one and then everybody's mm-hmm. locked and loaded? Yeah. Okay. So Joe we'll Nazi, see. listen, your push, push, pit crew, we're trying to get you on the grid. Can we, is there a... a, a GoFundMe account we can start for Giovinazzi to keep his seat on. I mean, there should be. I like it. He's been doing well the past. No, he has done well. Two or three races. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's done really well. Yeah. And I giddy, a giddy, gosh, sorry. I giddy. giggle. A giddy. <laughs> like, a giddy. Every time um, the, uh, I forget his name, but the guy that's from Scotland that's on 
Oh, on Sky Sports. Yes. Um, when he says Giovanazzi's name, I'm like, yes. I mean, oh, it's, it yeah. makes me laugh every Giovinazzi. time. Giovanazzi. It's so funny. But yeah, so Italy, get your cash, throw it in a suitcase, deliver it to Alfa Romeo because they're trying to keep their Botas boy. needs a good number two. Yeah. So that's where we're on the grid. Maybe okay. by the end of next week, that'll be finalized. I guess if he has a good showing again, that he may well, secure his seat. That might bring us right into Russia. Yeah. Right? Um, so, I mean, it, maybe it doesn't matter what seat you have because it looks like the Germans are the ones really bringing the heat in the Russian race. Yeah. So Russia's only been um, on the schedule since 2014. Mm-hmm. Seven winners. Well, seven races. Yes. Seven trophies given out. Seven trophies. Three winners. Who have they gone to, Danielle? All Mercedes drivers. And out of those Mercedes drivers, Hamilton's had four. He has. Botas this does not two. count for my minutes. Of my <laughs> this does not count. Yeah. Are we going to start a running clock? Is it going to be like one of those game shows where we, yes. we smack the clock when, when you're done I, talking I need to give about you like it. a timer. <laughs> um, yeah. It's since 2014. It has been the Mercedes show. Wow. I don't, I don't have a problem with that by any means. I really don't. <laughs> I know that you I know, don't. Know. This might be and team. if you want to see the pictures from the podium, the aforementioned reel I did that took me seven years, <laughs> it's eight seconds long. And every second took me what felt like an eternity, but it's on there and it's got all the pics. But Lewis has a sweet little baby angel. His face is so young. He was so young in his face. Yeah, in 2014. And he and he had, I think, 2014, 2015. We got Nico Crossberg mm-hmm. in there at some point. But it's all Mercedes all, all the Mercedes. time. Yeah. Do we think Max can challenge? Okay, this is my first question is, can Max overtake Hamilton and Sochi? Here's my thing. Will the grid penalty of three spots be a factor? Oh, yeah, I forgot about his grid penalty. So this is kind of where I've seen some things going down with this. So there's two different things. He's going to have the grid penalty from the last race, and then he could possibly have a grid penalty because I bet he's going to make some engine changes based upon what they did in the last race. So he's going to have to have a penalty for that too, right? Is he? Yeah, if you you have an engine, if you change your engine. I think that that's only after Park Ferme. I don't know. Okay. That's let's a that's a look into, um, but here's also the problem is that Red Bull in that race couldn't overtake McLaren. Sergio didn't take it. Max couldn't take it. So I think McLaren's going to have a great race for this. We'll have to see. But their car wasn't strong enough to take McLaren in Italy. So why is it going to be any different? Well, in because Russia? the track is different. Yeah, the track's different. I'm just saying. I'd. I would, I'm very excited to see how okay. this race is going to come. I agree. Cool. I'm very excited about this race. I'm just saying that the Italian track is a very unique track. It's it tight. Yeah, it is tight. It's hard to pass. Yeah. Um, now, Sochi does. Yeah, this is not a sprint quality. This is yes, different. This is a format, different format. Um, but we also usually get rain in Sochi. So that you're going to have to. Now, you know, your boy Russell's going to love that. He's gonna be like, uh, I love, I love the rain. Yeah, I'm the well, the British drivers do yes. do well. Your boy, I mean my boy, actually, <laughs> love him so much. Lando, he does well in the rain as he well. He does, and he's also in the McLaren. So we'll kind of have to see how is he gonna do. Yeah, but I, he, okay, okay. I'm listen. I'm just putting it out there. I'm putting into the universe what I want to see. I mean, I want to see 
Charles Leclerc on the podium. That's all I want to see. Honestly, that's all I want to see. Daniel, I hope sometime this season we get. We that already just... did see him on the podium. Don't even. Don't I, even. Not since we've had the podcast. Not since we've had the podcast. So I want our pit crew to see your excitement. Oh, okay. When one of your boys gets the podium. I was about podium. to say yeah, those were fighting words, <laughs> and he has been on the podium. No, no. Shannon. <laughs> I mean, I'm a fan of the sport, Daniel. I know. Uh, no, I don't. Um, so that brings me up to my my other point of like, well, how's McLaren going to respond? Like, can they keep it up? Are they going to be able to do it? Are they going to make any tweaks? What tweaks are they making to the cars? I mean, they've had two weeks off. So it'll be interesting to see like who comes out ready, who comes out swinging. Like, are I think it's going to be a great race. I think it'll be a great race, too. I don't necessarily think that Team McLaren is really going to go as hard as you think they are. But but I could be wrong. They've got a lot of momentum. They had a it's one true. and a two. Like we haven't seen that. They had season. a one and a two, but there was also no Max, no Lewis. Exactly. And that's never happened. It's never happened. But we've got Max that regardless of where he finishes in um, in, quali- in qualities, he's got to start three spots back. So okay, I still this think gives that Max- him a competitive. Well, again, if McLaren shows up, <laughs> if they do well in qualities. Um, I uh, still think. Do you that, think that three spot thing is going to be an issue for Max? No, I don't think so either. No, he's so aggressive, and he's going to come out with like things to prove. He's going to be hungry. He's going to yeah. have an attitude. I don't think it's going to be an issue for him. Frankly, no. I think that the probably the farthest he starts back is fifth, okay, sixth maybe. Okay, and I don't think that that's going to prove to be. You know who I'm all eyes on. Lewis Hamilton. Well, yes, but that's again. I'm not clocking my minutes, Daniel. Um, I want to see what Valtteri Bottas is going to do. Like, oh, I know he's had a great. He's doing, ever since they kicked him off Team Mercedes. He's been flying, double, double fingers. Everybody being like, oh, really? Watch yeah. this. Watch this. So, and he's won at he, Sochi before. Yes, he has. He's. Um, I forget what year that was. We can check the reel, yeah, but to, I think he's won twice. Okay, he won. Um, <laughs> Anyways, he's won twice. Yeah. So I'm curious, like, does he... Okay. I had this question, like, what's he going to do? But then how does this work? And and I looked a little bit into contracts of like, okay, do you get bonuses if you win? And apparently if you're a title driver, meaning that you are contingent to winning a world title, your bonuses don't, aren't contingent on you winning a race. Like your, um, your salary is based on you winning a race. So that's your money there. But like someone, I'm just going to use Lando for an example. He gets a base of like 1.7 million right. and then he'll get like 60,000 pounds for every point he gets. Oh, snap. So like he could get $6 million this year based upon his point value in what he's getting. Right. So I was like, interesting. Which is like the same way college basketball coaches and football yes. players and all are incentivized so by that their final led me to, to think like what's going to happen with Botas? Like is he getting bonused out even though he's yeah, not? Yeah, he's definitely going to get his bonus. But like his what's money. his bonus though? Like is it yeah. every time you get a podium? Is it points? Is it like there's probably a lot how of- many people you keep behind Lewis? Like I'd be really interested to see like what these contracts look like in a closed door setting. I doubt I can't imagine that there's one where it's how how much you defend Lewis in his contract, but I can imagine how many times it's on the podium <laughs> or how well the team finishes. Okay. Not necessarily. Is it written in a contract? Like I don't taking know. out knees for Lewis. You don't think that's in Sergio's contract to keep Max up front? I don't know. I do. That, listen, I think that. 
think I love this sport, but I think there's some dirty deals that go on. And I would not be, it would not surprise me one bit if we saw some contract that was like, oh, just don't take a knee to them, but like get them out. I'm like, okay. I, I mean, I feel like we would see more wrecks. I mean, we see some. I mean, I, again, I don't think but it's like about wrecks, but it's about like, let me, how far back can I keep these people? I think it's more it's a, about per, team performance. Team performance, yes. Which is like, essentially saying like, one of us has to do the best. And if it's not me, then you've got to get compensated. I don't compensated. think it's they, necessarily written in there that you have to, that I like, if you're the lead driver, then I'm out here just, you know, running screens for you. I don't know. But maybe no. it is. I, I think it is. I think there's got to be a well, lot of strategy and there's got to be a lot of defense in that second seat. But like, I mean, listen, if I can't be the number one, I'm going to pad my number two contract to the fullest. Oh, 100%. Okay. Yeah. So I just think it may not be written as. I mean, I think it's got to be written more as a team performance as opposed to let's make out. sure Lewis is the best. I can't imagine someone's agent being like, yeah, we're fine with you writing in the contract. Okay. But- well, I need, I'm going to need you to finish out that book because <laughs> there, there's an underlining okay, okay, things okay, written okay, in these okay, that okay, I was, okay. and again, I know that was years ago, but I'm like, has it changed? Has it really? <laughs> it's interesting we'll find out i guess okay okay um but back to russia this is just as a quick note Mm -hmm. this race is only going to be on the schedule well we don't know if they maybe add it to russian races but this is the only race in russia this race started in 2014 after a lot of pressure to bring a race to russia yes and it's it's um they built it around the olympic village right when they Mm -hmm. had it in sochi okay yeah and it was the um there was a Russian F1 driver in 2010 named Vitaly Petrov. He raced for Renault. And um, Bernie Ecclestone, who used to be the FIA president, was um, being like pressured to bring a race to Russia. And then they had the Russian driver. So that really spurred. Okay. And then the Olympics. It all kind of was a nice little perfect storm. So that's when that race started in 2014 as a side note. But it ends in 2022 and then it moves to St. Petersburg. Yes. And I did read something uh, the other day where Sochi wanted to get a second race in this season, but um, FIA was like, no, they couldn't make the, um, it it wasn't going to be beneficial on both ends. So I don't know who wouldn't step, you know, who wouldn't give and take in that contract. But I would uh, imagine Russia. Russia was a little pissed that they were like, we have this track and we're only going to use it once. Yeah. I'm like, Okay. Well, um, I feel like a lot of places have vied for a second because there was oh, rumblings sure. a while back that Texas was going to get another uh, race. Oh, that they were going to add oh, when right. when they canceled um, when they canceled Japan. Didn't they cancel Japan and yeah? Um, and so they were say an opening an open in the schedule. But mm-hmm. this is where and they reworked the edge of the end of the schedule. The this is where I think this becomes more of a logistics issue of like how do we map it out to go from you know, place to place. I mean, because it's so expensive to get these cars and this yeah. whole operation, you know, again, I promise that's a deep dive for off season two guys. We're going to, we've heard your, your questions about that and we promise to deliver. We've also heard, let's move into our fan favorites. We've heard from you on your favorite drivers on the grid, because as we told you in episode, episode one and almost every episode since, we love to ask people who their favorites are. Exactly. 
I just I'm a Virgo and I have a favorite everything. Oh, so I, I have, just want to know what everyone's favorite things are. I, I mean, I don't think it's a, attached to my star sign. <laughs> But anytime I have any show that I love or any team that I love, really anything that I have an interest in and someone else also shares the interest, I want to know who their favorite is. I do it with television shows all the time. It was a fatal flaw of mine with Game of Thrones. Oh, I, I asked everyone, who who's your favorite? And Drew's like, can you stop asking people that? <laughs> You're like, nope. And I said, no, that's who I am at my core. Exactly. Lookalikes and favorites. Mm, I love a lookalike. I love a lookalike. So I asked on Friday for you guys to share your fan favorites. We all know Shannon's favorite. I'm not even going to say it. because. Well, actually, I will. Because if this is your first time here, maybe you don't know. Welcome aboard. Shannon's favorite is? Lewis Hamilton. And, and a close second, Daniel Ricciardo. I'm surprised, though, that Daniel, I feel like your love for Daniel Ricardo is more enthusiastic or maybe like exuberant. I feel like I just like if I was a Formula One driver, I would be Daniel Ricardo. Like we have the same personality. We probably get on the same people's nerves. It's just, you know, <laughs> that's not true. You don't get room. on my nerves and Daniel Ricardo gets on mine immensely. Well, that's a character flaw, not on my behalf, but I'm uh, just kidding. <laughs> Agree to disagree. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Um, and I will say I did do this uh, reel about Sochi. Please go check it out. Please, please go view it. I'm just oh, really this podcast is me just <laughs> begging you all to go look at the reels I made. But um, I made it. And of course, Lewis Hamilton is the winner. And someone said, Shannon must have made this. And I said, no, no, I did. That's Daniel. But um, yeah, Lewis Hamilton is not my favorite. He's not even in my top five, but I have strong respect for him. Oh, I feel like you have really turned the page with him. And I'm proud of you because at first, anytime I mis- mentioned his name, you're like, meh. And now you're like, oh, okay, you know what? Okay. It's a like slow warm and I'm okay with that. I don't want to push you in too fast. I just want you to get there. Like I said before, take it at your own pace. I respect him as a human. And I I think what he does off the grid, one is very interesting. I think he's very compelling and a very interesting character. I also think he does, you know, good things for the world at large. Yes. But I don't love him on the grid. But he makes for good. Like this 2021 would not be exciting without Lewis Hamilton. No, of course not. 2021 wouldn't be exciting it without would be Max, the Verstappen. Max Verstappen. Show. I think that they're them together. This is a good. This is what we need in this sport. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's interesting. Okay. Yes. Okay. So back to your all's favorites. Um, Shannon tried to jump her in at, into these <laughs> comments, and I said, "Get out of here with your Lewis comments in there." Lewis, he's a dreamboat and the best strategic driver on the grid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but you have some, you have some, some like-minded fans. fans. Okay. Lewis, he's a compa- he's compassionate and a kick-ass driver. Love it. Lewis, just love him and his champion mindset. Where's the lie? LH, because duh. <laughs> Avi. <laughs> um, Hamilton using his notoriety to elevate black artists, Met Gala 2021, along with, he does amazing things Off for, yeah. Yes for the black community and for the world's community at large. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to leave it at that. No, I mean, he's a wonderful person. I just don't love him on the grid. Anyways, 
But let's talk about the people I love on the grid. <laughs> that didn't take long, did it, friends? Nope. Oh, <laughs> and also someone agreed. I also love that absolutely vegan said Hamilton because he's a vegan. <laughs> that needed to be mentioned. It did. Thank Ve- you for the for the fellow plant lovers out there. I appreciate your support. You guys are aligned on so many. You and absolutely vegan. Vegan. Lewis Hamilton. I know my people. I know my people. Um, Another. There's a lot of Ricardo fans. See, again. Ricardo, duh. Mm -hmm. Danny Rick, because he's so likable. You just want to root for him. Do you? I do. Do you? Mm Mm-hmm. Daniel, it was the underdog weekend. Well-deserved. He held first like a champ. Drinking out of the shoey. Mm-hmm. But let's really talk about the the, the ones that people love. <laughs> and not going to lie, most people were on a my, my side. There were so many lovers of Charles. Charles Leclerc. Charles Leclerc. Uh, Charles, cutest little angel. Agreed. Cutest little angel. Charles Leclerc, I think he has a lot of potential and he's nice to look at. Agreed, Becca. Okay. Hold on. Go ahead. Well, I'm not going to. I haven't read every single one. Whoa. Just okay. I'm just mentally keeping it out, and I'm going to make an, a, an observation. Charles Leclerc, so cute and great attitude. Okay. Leclerc, aggressive, but also cautious. I can see him learning something new each week. Okay. Uh, but I also want to say that there's also some Carlos Sainz fans in here, and they're my one, too. Okay, yes. Carlos Sainz, because he puts in the work, and also, well, just look at him. Okay. And also, go look at Carlos's IG of him holding We have his it dog. on our story, too. He's <laughs> doing squats with his dog. Also... Um, that dog looks like he is in heaven being held by Carlos Sainz doing squats. Yeah. Duh. I, I mean, lucky oh. dog. <laughs> Carlos Sainz, love his rise to Ferrari, love his attitude. Such a cutie. Okay. Couldn't have said it better myself. Another Jenny from the block said Leclerc looks Lando driving Seb all around human. And okay. honestly, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. She said what she said. And I agree wholeheartedly. Yes. So, okay, that's it. Okay, so I'm just going to say, out of those comments, six of those were about how they looked. Like, it was like, maybe a driver comment, maybe I've got potential, maybe, 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 but they're like, look at the boys. Now, I'm not not here to start a fight, Danielle, because I agree. The most attractive drivers on any team Leclerc they also have the signs. cutest bromance on the ground. Oh my god. There now that's an Instagram that I can And get also Ferrari's to. Instagram is premium in terms of their they had Cabby, the guy on yes, um, so great. like the TikTok Reels mm-hmm. guy that has a bajillion million followers and yes. they did so many fun videos with him. So cute. Um their their Instagram is yeah, premium. Their Instagram is great. Also, I it was Charles Leclerc's girlfriend's birthday yesterday. <laughs> And I also follow her, and she's beautiful, and I love them. It's I love great. them together. It's- <laughs> I support their love. I'm pretty sure that might sorry uh, might have been the third or fourth time you have mentioned her on this podcast. I think she's incredible. <laughs> I may love her just as much as I love Charles Leclerc. I feel that to be true. I think I'm going to only start getting a minute to talk about her. <laughs> it's also true. Um, but some other some other fan favorites, Lando. Quick and fearless, but still likable. 100% agree. 100%. Another Lando. Always loved his cute little face and personality, but he had the glow up of 2021. Agree. Agree. He's doing great. I mean. I can't wait to see him on the grid this weekend. Lando, he's good. Plus love his personality. Same. 
Okay. And then another, a couple George Russell fans, George and Lando, insanely talented and their sense of humor. They are pretty yeah, hilarious. They are great. George Russell, I think he's just so grateful to be an F1 driver. I agree. I think he is. He's too. so happy to be there. He's so happy to be here. Okay. But also, this was a, think about where we are right now in the F1 driver world okay like there's so many great drivers like the fact that these new guys are coming up at f2 like this is the time you get plucked to be in here like you've got to be really fucking good like you've got to deserve your spot on that grid to be put into a seat on a team right now i mean just i just think about all the kids that are waiting in the wings like how many of them are just as good but like haven't gotten the they haven't gotten the opportunity and how many of them are going to get passed over because the lineage is going to stay in this sport for so long like if you were you know, if it's Lando and Russell and Albin, and then you were like the fourth guy, like that fourth guy just be like waiting in the wings. Yeah. He doesn't want anything bad to happen because these are his buddies and like they're, you know, the camaraderie is so, so strong, but like he might just ride on out in F2 and be like, I never got a seat because these guys are, you know, that much, are they that much better? I don't know. We don't know. Yeah. I mean, and I think like you've said, it's so dependent on the car Mm -hmm. but yeah that's one of the things that I feel like has been a reoccurring commentary on a lot of the recent when they're talking about the grid and um when we're like listening to the races they talk a lot about how these guys in f2 right now that if you're right on the cusp it's gonna be tough to break through because this young guns right before is doing so well yes George Lando Charles, even Pierre. I mean, Pierre Gasly. Yeah, yes. I'm surprised that we didn't get any uh, Pierre Gasly love in there. I agree, but I mean, I think he's great. I I absolutely adore he's him. Not but his he's personality. It's just not his personality. Yeah. yeah. Although he and um. Oh my gosh, I love the, his new reel, Yuki Sonoda. <laughs> um, they make Yuki Sonoda. They. I wouldn't tune in if it went for them. They're so funny. They're I just I love both of them. I think that they don't they don't take themselves too seriously, and they do really fun. um, If you're sleeping on this account, you gotta you gotta hop on. They're great. Hit that alpha Tori because they do some fun stuff. It's good stuff. Honestly, all of their social medias are. I don't love Haas. Well, (laughs) I mean, just let them be for a little bit. They're having a hard time. I get it. I get it. But I do think there's a lot of humor and stuff. Yeah. There is. In, I need more Gunther on Haas's no, account. No, yeah. There sh- <laughs> Honestly, Haas's account should just be someone following Gunther around. There's, They could improve there. Yeah. But I will say that... They, In Alpine, lo- I'm not... Like, there's this kind of... Oh, but I too. think that they do cool photo work. They do. It's just... it's like I feel like that's all they do. Like, there's not a lot of, like, video. There's not a lot of uh, getting to know the drivers. There's not... I don't see a lot of personality coming out of Alpine, so I'm like... Yeah, but I think but they might not be super outgoing. I think that that may be what it is too. So okay, that checks out. Yeah. All right, there we go. So favorites this week. Let's do favorite principles. Favorite principles. Okay. So so we'll we'll that's on tap for Friday. It's on tap for Friday. Okay, Mm -hmm. got it. So start thinking. Honestly, this is a this is a shame, and I'm going to admit it right now, and then I'm going to go learn it. But I don't know the mad scientist from. Ferrari's oh. name, but I do love him. But he's no Toto Wolf. I love him too. No, Toto is Toto. Yeah, Toto is is Toto in scene. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I I'm gonna have to think through who my favorite would be for a uh, favorite principal because oh, don't I tell us now. I know, but okay. I'm just I'm thinking, thinking out, out loud. loud. Yeah, because I love Gunter. I know, 
And I used to love the guy from Renault, but he's no Cyril. longer. Yeah, I loved Cyril. I know. My mom started getting into Formula One. So she gives me a recap of when she's done. She's like, I don't know about the Cyril guy. Oh, I love And that's Cyril. like season one. And then season two, she's like, okay, he's growing on me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, I didn't want to tell her. <laughs> yeah, I hated him in season oh, one. Oh, I was like, how is this guy still around? Someone needs to take him out by the knees. As <laughs> his like, hair grows, his personality grows. Agreed. The, the shaved like he head was, he was a little harsh. Then. He was a little harsh. Yeah. But as he said, he's just a passionate Mediterranean. And I was like, mm-hmm. I, you know what? Thank you for your honesty. what Cyril's up to right now. That's a deep dive for this season. <laughs> for I don't think season. anybody's really asking for a deep dive on Cyril, though. Are oh, they? True. I don't know. I mean, anybody want us to check out? That feels, that feels very feels niche. Like... <laughs> well, this is a very niche In podcast. In a very niche podcast, <laughs> that feels exceptionally niche. There may be seven people out there waiting okay, for point. that. Maybe it's maybe it's a, a story or a reel for us to do. Maybe it's a, a larger look at where are they now. Oh, where are they now? Let's yeah. write that down. Put that in the queue. Um, what's a... Are we doing pole position? Yeah, we're going to. Okay, so sorry. sorry, We're we're running over. We just got this. We didn't think there was going to be much to talk about. Before the race, but actually. Yeah, on a bye week, but we've gotten carried away. Look at us getting organized. Um, So we are going to end this week's episode with our pole position for the week. Um, It's been an off week, so I already know who Shannon's is. So here's her one minute of pole position for the week on Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> That's actually not who was going to get oh, my pole position, Danielle. Oh, okay, okay. That's not who's gonna get it, but you're not far off. Daniel Ricardo is getting oh, my gosh. pole position this week, and here's why: because the smile has still not left his face since he left the podium last week. That's and true. He's still so happy about it, and he's still sitting in the moments, and he's still just like being so happy and so grateful. And I love this so much. I mean, just the the pics alone of him, like, putting the trophy in the trophy case at McLaren next to, um, oh, gosh. Was it Nikki Lauda's? No. Think, no. Um, I know who you're talking yes. about, but oh, I'm, I'm having so sorry. I'm, but guys, I did love all of yes, their all of that. McLaren content when they took the trophy back to that was so i just love that not just for dano but you saw how much that meant to him but for the entire team yeah team papaya was on top of the world and i loved it so much for them but my favorite moment is when daniel straps in the trophy and takes it for like the trophy on a stroll like singing songs to the trophy i'm like that would be me if i were on track and i won a trophy i would Buckle that bitch next to me and i'd be like let's go you know who doesn't take take their trophies for strolls not the strolls because they don't have any. They don't have any. But Lewis Hamilton ain't taking his trophies out for. No, he is taking Roscoe, his dog, and putting Roscoe in a tux and going to the Met Gala and doing he a just thing for Black He throws the Raiders. trophy into one of those rooms, like he's like a Scrooge McDuck, and he's got one of those rooms just like with gold coins with on the bottom, <laughs> and it's it's like a Raiders of the Lost Ark in there, and he just throws the trophy in and he closes ding, the ding, door ding, and. Ding, was... ding, ding. Yes, they just mount up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I get that, but. I um I'm giving my pole position this week to Dino. Well, yeah, to the honey badger. <laughs> like I was, I was making fun of the honey badger before this podcast, and I've made fun of him so many times. But again, the singing to the trophy is is too much. It's it, though. and you have to sing to the trophy because it's your only one. That's again. <clears throat> Who's your pole position this week, Danielle? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that my pole position, the person I've really done the most deep dives and just been honing in on 
is really random, but it's Yuki Sonoda. He's been posting, they've been posting all these funny videos. And I just think he doesn't take himself too seriously. And he had all those quotes last week kind of going into the um, uh, to Monza race about how he wasn't even sure how he stayed on the team. And he's just so... <laughs> I just think that he, he's such a funny character in a way that, like the commenter said, that George Russell's just happy to be there. I feel like Yuki Sonoda is just happy to be there. And he's like, cool, take me wherever. Right. I will get into a go-kart. They did a whole thing of go-kart racing. It's so cute. Um, and I just think that there's a little bit of that awe in his eyes of like, oh, I'm going to get to keep doing this. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just, he's maybe not here for a long time, but he's here for a good time. Oh, well, I mean, he's proven himself. I mean, it's not like he's ending up at the back of the grid right. week after week. So, I mean, he's definitely doing some things out there to keep his job. Right. Which is yeah. Fantastic. No, he's a great driver. I just think it's funny. He has been bringing me joy this week. Yeah. And that's why that. he's on pole position for me this week. Also, Charles Leclerc's girlfriend. <laughs> She is also in pole position for me. <laughs> Happy birthday. I, I don't even know what her name is, but she's beautiful and I follow her on Instagram. Oh my gosh. Danielle, you're too much. Too They're just much. a really beautiful couple. Guys. They are a beautiful couple. a beautiful couple. They look like British royalty to me, Can't which wait. I guess in some ways they are. You know? No, they're French. Oh, duh. Wow. Are you wow. thinking about George Russell and his George girlfriend? Russell. She's also beautiful. I was like, they do kind of look like their girlfriends, I think. Do they look the same? Um, you know yeah, what? I I just, I'm trying to on, cover that up, you guys. It's I'm just. I'm I think stretch. they go on yachts together and things like that of yeah. the sort. But um, yeah, I'm going to go on stories and share some photos of Charles Leclerc celebrating oh his girlfriend's gosh. birthday. It's beautiful. She's, they're lovely. Is this how you guys feel about me and Lewis Hamilton? Is this... Yeah, probably. I'm sorry. I got a little out of control no, that's okay. on this. I'm but they've kidding. been really hot. They've been hot. Instagram's been giving me a lot of content from them. Oh, that's great. I mean, I love when you get your feed just the right way. You're like, ah, I don't have to work hard anymore. Look at that. Just also, I love the push, push feed because I get to the end of the internet. Yes. Like nowhere else where does it say you've reached the end. <laughs> it's you're all caught up. You've it's reached sick. the end, which is also where we are now. Exactly. We've reached the end. <laughs> It's time for us to box box, friends. Please make sure to like, comment, subscribe. No, that's YouTube. I always say that every time, but I'm sitting <laughs> in my daughter's room and it feels right. It feels uh, right. Please rate and review us on iTunes, Spotify. Can you do that on Spotify? You sure can. Oh, who knew? Yeah. Um, and something fun we are going to be doing on Spotify is we're going to be giving you guys a playlist soon. It's going to be the Push Push playlist. I've ooh. got some really fun ooh, songs that are going to rev you up for the week. So if you just need a little room room in your tank, we you got you. It's coming. Gear. I didn't even know she was doing this. So I'm excited mm -hmm. about this playlist. It's going to be a good one. And we're trying to figure out a way for you guys to send us in voicemails. Mm -hmm. Yes, we have a cool feature. We just need to figure out how to activate it. Yeah. But, yeah. Once we get there, you guys are going to be on the pod too. Exactly. We can't wait to hear from you guys in person. But until then, please keep sharing with your friends because, I mean, who doesn't need a little F1 in their life? For real. And make sure to follow us at F1 Push Push on Instagram. Bye.